Welcome to Immerse, Nourish, Release, the HANA podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Higgins, and I'm the founder of HANA, a wellness space based in Auckland, New Zealand, that provides infrared saunas, ice baths, and light therapy treatments, alongside a range of premium health and wellness beauty products. On today's release episode, we're joined by Graydon Parker to discuss all facets of men's well-being. Graydon is the founder of bros.nz, a space dedicated to empowering men through ritual connection and embodiment practices as a medium for collective well-being and community transformation. Welcome, Graydon. How are you today? Kia ora, Sarah. Yeah, I'm real good, thanks. Stoked to be here with you. Yeah, it's really nice to have you on the podcast. So I'd love to start by if you could share a little bit about your personal journey with our listeners, who you are, where you're based, um, what inspired you to move into the incredible work that you're doing with men? Cool, yeah. So my name's Graydon. Um, I'm an artist, an entrepreneur, and a bro coach, and currently living in the Mangaroa Valley, just outside of Wellington, working as part of a regenerative food resilience land project um, down here in the hut. And yeah, I guess I, I'm really interested in well-being and vitality and that journey kind of started with uh, another company called Organic Mechanic, or OM for short. And I guess we kind of started getting into into the men's work because there was five of us living and working together actually in that house, um, working on the business. And we just needed a, a safe space to process all of the, the challenges and the emotions that came up out of that process. And so... That was kind of my foray into the space of, of men's work. And from there, I've been involved in a lot of different kaupapa, uh, including Sacred Sons, which is based in the US, Mankind Project, um, the Kaitiaki Project, uh, most recently one called Tane Matua, which was um, based out West Coast, all haka. The whole weekend was all about haka. So experiencing a lot of different modalities there with that work. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think probably you'll be quite familiar to a lot of people who listen to us because of your amazing work with Organic Mechanic. <sighs> yeah, yeah, the booch brewing days. Yeah, that was definitely the beginning of the, the booch trend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the probiotic drinks and yeah, learning more about gut health and that whole journey. So in your opinion, what are the, some of the key challenges that are facing men today? Yeah, I think one of the the key challenges is that there's a lack of safe spaces for for men to to be together and and to process emotions and traumas in a safe way. There's there's a lack of of those spaces and there's also a lack of connection to the elders who would normally be holding those spaces and that the intergenerational exchange that comes through being young men being with older men and those older men being with elder men and that those lack of safe spaces and 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 from there those lacks of of having healthy rites of passage processes lead to men trying to initiate themselves um, into manhood and that that can look like lots of different things like I think boy races is a big part of that. Like young men with a lot of testosterone that haven't been shown a healthy way to express it or young men with a lot of anger, anxiety that haven't been shown a safe way to, to process that. That's a, 
probably one of the key challenges, I think. Yeah, so I guess in your experience, why, you know, you've mentioned a couple of reasons why, you know, you feel like men don't go through the initiation process into manhood, but why do you think it's so important that they do? Yeah, I think it's important because unless a man knows how to, to process his anger or his sadness, he might have been told as a child that that men don't cry by his father. Don't you cry and don't deal with that emotion of sadness. Just just bottle it up and just carry on. And if a, if a man, and I'm not saying this just for men, like I'm sure it's the same for women too, but for a man, if, if he doesn't safely and healthily express that emotion of sadness or, or anger, it's just going to come out sideways in his life. It might come out as things like addiction or domestic violence or subjugation, self-harm, and even things like suicide, which is one of the biggest problems in Aotearoa, uh, especially for, for young men, is we have one of the highest rates of suicide in the world. So, yeah, having those safe spaces is should be more of a, a priority in the health and wellness yeah I think and I guess and from my perspective in the you know the last few years there has been a massive boom in the health and wellness industry and you know that's men included um, as well as women but yeah one thing that probably has been lacking a lot is that emotional health you know there's a lot of people you know especially for men as you mentioned men have never been told it's okay to to cry or to really release that emotion they're supposed to be strong and it's such a kiwi way of life to be like that so i think it's so important for men to grow up knowing that that's okay totally yeah and and to have the the space where they can see other men doing that too and even if in some of the these spaces that i've been in a man will be in the middle and they'll be he'll be surrounded by a bunch of men and that that man in the middle might be going through some of the deepest stuff that he has in his life and he's he's sharing it and all of the men around him in that container will be able to feel in that moment like ah that's a part of me too and so that man just by showing up and saying what he's going through creates the space for the other men to learn and to to feel connected into that too because more often than not we're all suffering a similar similar struggle in that space yeah, I guess um, so often, yeah, everyone's struggling with the same thing, but no one's talking about it. And so you just touched a little bit on this, what my next question I was going to ask you, but why is it important, so important for men to sit in circle and spend time with other men, you know, obviously on a regular basis in that safe way? Yeah, I think like besides from going through some kind of rites of passage or initiation process, which something like Mankind Project does really well, creates the space for that process to, to happen, for a man to, to be supported by a group of 50-plus men to, to journey into the depths of himself and to touch his shadow and to, to see the traumas and, and everything that's, that are a part of him and then to be supported to come out the other side as a new man and more embodied in his body and also knowing more about himself and what creates his worldview. I think it's really important for men not to stop there, um, just to do a weekend and be like, okay, I'm a man now, because 
the one thing that we all know is that the the work never stops and so for me it's like a it's like a deepening each time and that's why I have been in, involved in all of these different copas just each time I come back from them I, I've learned something new about myself and about another modality or, or some kind of of way to, to process things but I think the reason why men should continue together is one the work never stops and also like there's always going to be stuff coming up that that needs to be processed in, in our daily lives and that can look like something just gathering with a with a bunch of men in your life or if, if you have a partner and you're listening and he has a bunch of good men that that you would consider good men um, to encourage him if he's feeling like if he's feeling down or if he's kind of moving into a dark space or starting to become aggressive for expressing any of those emotions that you feel like you can't help him with to support him to spend some time with his male friends um, in a safe space. And that's kind of, that's like not including alcohol, drugs. And it's it's just like a really safe space where men can actually talk and sink in. And, you know, it might include a couple of beers just to kind of loosen it off, but just creating that space where where men can talk and share and sharpen each other and keep each other accountable. That's that's another huge thing, especially that we're seeing in the conscious community um, that there's a lot of males there who hide behind the, this kind of spiritual idea, but they have no accountability and they're, they're not spending the, that time in circle around other men. And so they can kind of go, go off the radar a little bit. So, yeah, those are some of the reasons why it's important. Yeah, I was, um, you know, I guess at Hana, where obviously a big part of what we do is, you know, try and share as much education as we can about, you know, tools and practices, foods, you know, anything that can help support people's overall well-being. And you've, I guess you've touched on a few there with, you know, how important it is for men to talk to their, you know, male friends and, you know, be in that safe space with them. But are there any other practices or tools that you would recommend to men for this yeah so yeah first of all I love what you guys do at hana with the um the the saunas and the cold plunge that that's a huge um thing for me is uh yeah when whenever i'm too in my mind or just kind of too up here like jumping in the cold water just really helps me get into my body and melts away a lot of the bullshit and just brings me back to to the realness and combining that with the sauna too is such a beautiful practice um for the body and and regulating all of those processes but yeah one one of the other things which are yeah i love is as a morning routine and i'm sure you you have one sarah sarah but what i've been doing lately is um whenever i wake up in the morning the first thing i'll do is try and drink as much water as i can just to kind of get the metabolism going and to to give my body an inner bath um, because I'm, I haven't drunk in like 10 hours or so, so hydrating and then doing some form of light exercise and that might be push-ups or burpees, like just 10, just to get the body, like get it moving and get out of that groggy state and then I'll hop into the shower 
and get the like all the hygiene sorted with the warm water on and then just head it over to the cold um, for the last minute or so. And I'll do that all without looking at the screen on my phone. So my body has a chance to actually wake up without getting hijacked by all the dopamine receptors that we get when we look at our social media and all, and all of that. But yeah, the, the morning routine and, and the cold water and also drinking high quality water too. A lot of the tap water in Aotearoa is contaminated with heavy metals and things like chlorine and fluoride. So either getting a spring water source or um, sorting out a, a water filter for your home is a huge investment in your health and well-being because, yeah, we're anywhere from like 70 to 80, 90% water. So those are three other things that I'd recommend. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like what you said about um, your routine and how much time you're up before you look at your screen. I'm not so great at that, but, but you've inspired me to be better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so one of the topics that we're talking about this month on our socials is healthy ways to support testosterone levels in men. Can you talk any more about this topic? Yeah, for sure. So that's something which I'm I'm actively pursuing um, as a man in my early 30s, knowing that after we turn 30, our testosterone is naturally in a state of decline. And that doesn't mean like te- a lot of people think when you hear testosterone, it just means like a man's sex drive or a man's aggressiveness or things like that. But actually, as well as that, as well as those things, it's also the drive to get things done. It's the, it's the passion for life. It's the, the energy levels and it's, it's a really important thing to have as a man. And there's a lot of things happening in the environment around us that are like not beneficial for that process. So one of the things is plastic, plastic water bottles. Even the BPA-free ones, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even trust them. But what happens when we drink it out of a plastic bottle, like a pump bottle or something like that is... It's spent a lot of time in there, the water, and over time, it's that plastic has leached into the water. And there's these little microplastics called phthalates, P-T-H-Y-L-A-T-E-S, which disrupt our endocrine systems. And specifically for men, it disrupts uh, testosterone production. So that's a huge thing to look out for. If you're using a plastic bottle, change it to a glass one or change it to a stainless steel one. The other thing for um, boosting testosterone I find is really helpful is is lifting heavy weights. So getting into the gym or even just getting outside and lifting something heavy, doing some squats, doing those big bodily movements, doing some deadlifts, doing some bench press or throwing around some kettlebells or dumbbells um, to the point where you feel like you can't do anymore is so such a great stress for our bodies and really stimulates testosterone production and another thing is if you're eating any animal products to look for organic grass-fed products so if you're having butter have butter that is organic and grass-fed otherwise it's going to be filled with hormones pesticides roundup and all sorts of things which are going to further disrupt the endocrine system. And this is not just for men, this is everyone, women as well. 
grass-fed organic butter and grass-fed organic meat if you can. It's really crucial that things are organic because even free-range chicken can still be fed soy-based pellets, which soy has a lot of things to do with estrogen production and it's just it's it's not a sustainable way to feed an animal for us to eat and for that to be a healthy process the other thing there's a there's a bunch of food supplements that i'd recommend one of them being um maca and specifically i like the selena health maca maca for men which is a specific formulation for men and i just mix that in a cup of tea or in a smoothie with some medicinal mushrooms like lion's mane and reishi, which are also really good for uh, hormones. Um, chaga I've been using. And then also off the Hana store recently, I got some Shilajit from Symbiotica, which has been super awesome thing to mix into that cocktail as well. Yeah, that's a great product, isn't it? It's um yeah, so high in all those um, minerals that we need to keep our cells hydrated. Yeah, that's a really great mix of um, yeah recommendations and products to take. And I think a lot of what you said, yeah, it's like so important for men, but you're right, it's also really important for women because the same products that disrupt the endocrine system of men and cause them to produce too much estrogen and not enough testosterone the same thing's happening for women and we've also got too much estrogen and that's the cause of a lot of health issues for women as well. You can talk about this all day. <laughs> as we round up this chat, I'd love to finish ask, with asking you a question that we ask all of our guests. What does being healthy feel like and look like for you? Hmm. Being healthy feels like waking up and feeling the fire feeling the the stoke and the the passion for for what I'm doing in the day and being able to to roll out of bed and just smash out some push-ups and to jump in in a cold shower and come downstairs and just feel like a king because I've started the day like a king it looks like yeah having three meals a day and having three poos a day yeah, really, really feeling into that digestion, and because if we can't, if we're not excreting all the toxins, they're just going to be building out there. So that's a huge measure measure of my own well being is is how often and how great my poos are. So <laughs> cool. Anything else? Uh, yeah, love a bit of sunshine, especially on as much of the body as possible. Um, and for men and for women, my partner, she practices this too, is just getting the sun where the sun don't shine. So if there's a lot of sunlight in the morning, just really getting it all over your body. And especially for men, if you can shine it on your balls underneath there, that's also going to increase your testosterone too because those things are like solar panels. You just want to have them charged up. Awesome. So... Can you tell us a little bit more about where people can find you and the work that you're doing? And, you know, maybe you can mention with the bros.nz, like whether you've got any events coming up or what's, yeah, how, how, how can people find you? Yeah, cool. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram, ednotmed, short for education, not medication. 
Um, and you can find, yeah, bros.nz, bros.nz, um, and that's our website too. Uh, we've got a few things in the pipeline, some events, online stuff will be dropping soon, and then we've got a few events lined up over the summer at some of the festivals and things. So uh, if you sign up on the website or just follow the Instagram account, you'll be you'll be in the loop. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Graydon. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you today and find out a little bit more about men's health. So, yeah, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. So, super grateful to, to be on here with you and thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, all good. All right. Thanks, Graydon. See ya. Peace. If you are interested in any of our treatments, products or information shared today on this episode, you can find us online at www.hana.nz or via our Instagram at hana.space.nz. If you like this episode and you want to keep up to date with all things HANA, please make sure to hit subscribe, give us a rating and share with your friends online.